next. The Unview, the thin, the rich, and the fabulous on cliffcentral.com. And it's a good morning to you. Kisses from coast to coast here on The Unview, where we are either thin, rich, or fabulous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pick one. I'm uh, fabulous. We know that. Yeah. That's easy. Have you seen those triangles where they're like... You pick which... Yeah. yeah. You have to pick two, and they're always both crap. Do you know what... I, Oh, I've put on a few pounds, so we're not thin this year. Um, rich, rich in energy, rich in spirit, <laughs> and always fabulous. Fabulous. Which one are you? Fabulous, darling. Fabulous. I've become more fabulous since I've joined this show. Your girlfriend was lovely. Lovely to meet her properly last night. Thank you. Um, so don't do that. It's a bit weird. Um, especially when you're, not, when you're not a part of my family. Catch my drift. <laughs> Great show, Alan Committee was fun. Yes, we laughed. It does matter. It was brilliant. Yes, we're going to chat to him. Are we? Oh, great! Uh, He's going to be on the line because also he opens the play that goes wrong in Cape Town this week. Oh wow! But he he was so good. That guy deserves to be busy though. I love him. He's one of the top, 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 top comedians in the country. He was so funny, and I must tell you, I love the use of uh, the screen behind him. Just a, just a, it's been a, it's been a screen month uh, in in theatre if you think about it. Also, Vita. Big screens, big production. We're going to chat to two of, well, the, the lead stars of the show, uh, Emma Kingston and Robert Finlayson. We've had uh, Jonathan Rocksmith on the show. We've had uh, Isabella Jane on the show. Um, so we've had a few other people. But uh, but we, we're very privileged to have them in the studio in a moment. Uh, also, this is so exciting because firstly, the man is a character. He's brilliant. He can play the ukulele. But he's he's known for ballooning. and His name is Bill Harrop. And he's been in South Africa for 50-odd years. And he's been the guy that does all the balloon safaris throughout South Africa and Africa. And he puts all the world records together. And, and because the show is about entertainment, uh, we look at places to eat and obviously uh, places to, things to do, things people to, do. to meet. This is an interesting yeah. guy. We're going to get him to do some fun stuff. And then the wonderful Janice Honeyman, Mrs. Producer herself. Yeah, you got two. If you think about two huge female producers in South Africa, it's Hazel Feltman and Janice Honeyman. Um, I delete, no, I didn't leave anyone else out. <laughs> but uh, we'll have her on the line to talk about Pinocchio, which opens on Sunday. It's a jam-packed show. Nice. And how was your week? My week was amazing. It was hectic. You know, this time is the slippery slope to Christmas. So How's the is, album? Are we at number one? Where are we? The album, it's doing very well. Is it? Well, I, I haven't been told numbers, but I, I did... I was told that we outsold Mikasa, so that was did you? Ah, yeah, that is so, that is great. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, um, they're doing very well. Nathan Rowe, of course, the one and only, my co-host here on the show, and uh, well-known singer, and of course, uh, yeah. Sorry, there is something singer. I did this week that was absolutely amazing. What did you do? We did a gig outside in the Solo District at the Cape Town V&A Waterfront. Um, have you heard of the Zeitz Museum? Yes, I've been there. Oh my goodness. Did, it's what, brilliant. What a, yeah, it just transports you to some magical first world. Got some great news craziness. because I spoke to them because I think we're going to do a show from the Zeitz Museum. Ooh, let's. Next year. Next year. Organize it. And the silo. Pull those strings. Make those calls. Brilliant. Have those lunches. Okay, so it's doing really well and uh, Swing City's rocking and rolling and of course, hey, South Africa's doing just phenomenal at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> and nice to see some great international acts here. I believe Cat Stevens was a rock show. Um, yesterday. No doubt. Um, brilliant here in Johannesburg and last week. John, John Legend. I've got a small interview with him. We'll play with him in the next couple of weeks. Fantastic. So yeah, John Legend was great. Uh, got him to sing. Got him to sing. So. 
Good. That is your your mission in life. I don't know. Everyone's going to sing or dance. Did you make him sing before ten o'clock in the morning, though? No, uh, no. I did worse ones. I'll tell you a story when we play that interview. I did something very embarrassing, actually. We actually asked him to get lost once. That was many years ago in next to Sun City, but uh, that's an interesting story. That's for another day. Welcome to The Unview, The Thin, The Rich, and The Fabulous. My name is Alan Ford with Nathan Rowe. And in studio, our very special guests are Emma Kingston and Robert Finlayson. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? It's so great to have you in the studio. Thanks for having me. Congratulations. Us. Loved the show. Thank Loved you. the show. Robert, I've got to tell you something. Um, you and your family are very famous for your wines. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, my family's been doing it for a long time. Oh, there's something going on there. Rob, come and sit here. Okay. So let's move Robert. Yeah. Oh, is there another? I don't know what's Sorry. going on. Where are Mike Short? Yeah. Oh, I don't know what's going on. Robert, come and sit here. Asia is coming to help us here. All right, so we've got everything back. Okay, yeah, is that is that, much is that better, working? Much okay, better, much better. What's well, on? So, so you, that, that helps. Yeah, it's, it's on, which is always good. So tell me something. You uh, come from a. Well, you went to Stellenbosch University. I went there for two years, and then I I upped and went to UCT without telling anybody that I was auditioning for UCT Drama School. And wine family, so you're whining. Yeah, I'm. I'm a bit of a, a wine snob. I must admit. You have to be. Yeah. I mean, why not? Finnis and wines. Yeah. That's, by the way, a lot of people didn't know that. Cusper de Frisson, you went to, to Varsity together. That's right. Yes. I, I for, heard that. For, I, for two years. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and in that interview, you said something very interesting, if I may. One of your jobs in London was to be a monsieur. So I just thought that if we need a massage today, <laughs> uh, oh no, well that that I can do. Don't ask me to sing, but I, I'll rub your shoulders. Ah, okay, d- d- deal. Tell us about that. How did you? Okay, so you you left South Africa, musical theatre here, yeah. to go and obviously explore the West End, mm. and of course to go and do the international thing. Mm. How did you? A strange job. Well, I I I actually I w- I was when I was in in Phantom. Um, I was treated by a, a guy who has a quite a famous clinic in London. Uh, it's called the Joshi Clinic. His name's Doctor Nish Joshi, and uh, he treated me uh, when I was doing Phantom. He sort of saw quite a lot of the um, uh, people from the shows in London, and then I thought, well, I need I need something to keep me going between between jobs, and I decided to do a a sports massage course, and I did, and I then ended up. Um, working at the clinic and my first day I remember I think it was the cast change of the Lion King so we had seven outgoing uh, Lion King members and seven incoming I did 14 massages back to back which um, which nearly broke me but did you make some money literally back to back literally wow. back to back <laughs> half hour massages well yeah yeah um, and yeah I mean it was a it was a way of of and I still, I still do it a bit. Okay, yeah. good. Nice to know that. The cast must love you. The cast don't know. <laughs> ah. got, I knew. Okay, I knew. brilliant. Emma Kingston, born in the UK. Yes. This role is very interesting because you were chosen by Andrew Lloyd Webber and Tim Rice. Yes. And Hal to to play Eva Peron. Yes. Um, phenomenal. Thank you very much. And what a role. What a role. Yeah. She's a marathon of a role. Um, but she's a gift of a role. Yeah. What do you love about her? Um, 
In terms of character? As a character, yeah. Um, I love her fierce ambition. Um, I think it's maybe one of the only qualities we share as Emma to Ava. Um, both very fiercely ambitious. But I also think, you know, she, she had drive and she knew what she wanted. And whereas I think this is where we're different, she would do anything, literally anything to get where she wanted to go. Mm. And she succeeded in that. So, you know, you've got to give her a round of applause for that, if anything. I went to go and see her grave in Argentina. Me too. And it's quite, quite an experience, yes. actually, uh, to go and see in that, in Buenos Aires. But the, 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 the thing about her is that she, you either, you, you don't, it's a, she's a tragic hero. She's Macbeth. Oh yeah. In, she, to, to some yeah. extent. I, I, I would say, uh, because she, she had this quality, but so it, it's a, it's a very interesting character to play because she was a, she was a very controversial figure. Um, mm. you know, my family are Argentine on my mum's side. Really? Yeah. So my mum was born in BA and my grandpa lived this, the whole era of the Peronist sure. era. And, you know, my grandpa would say things like, you know, on Christmas Day, you'd go to the post office and you'd get your lottery ticket and your ice cream from Ava. And then, you know, my grandma, who moved to BA when she got married in 62, which was 10 years after Ava died, was like, the woman did nothing. You Mm, know, the country is still in dire need and all this, that and the other. My grandma, you know, coming from the UK was very opinionated. (laughs) Um, And it's interesting because she gave handouts and she didn't necessarily do anything of the undercurrent of the... Mm you know, of the economy or anything. She didn't do really that much for the country if you scrape back from the surface. Mm-hmm. Um, so like but, a patch job kind of thing. Yeah. Thing, Gave handouts and appeared to be doing the right thing rather than, you know, it's that classic thing of, you know, teach a man to fish, he eats for a lifetime, give a man a fish, he eats for a day. Yeah. Mm. Um, but at the same time, you know, she she was an amazing character in that she gained women the right to vote in Argentina. Mm-hmm. And when I was doing my research, a really interesting thing that came out to me is she was the first person ever in Argentina to receive chemotherapy. Mm. Um, so just little things like that, you know. And you see that in the role. And yeah, you, you do. You, you, you see that because you see that the suffering she goes through. And, yeah. And, and again, it's, it's one of these plays and, and I want to make a comparison because West Side Story and Priscilla has been on recently where the, the, the whole show is music. Yes. Hmm. Um, so everything is, is, is in song. For yeah. Two and over two hours. Yeah. So it, it, it's not an easy role to play. No. But <laughs> what a character and what an unusual story. And most importantly, a place in history. And it's nice to mm. people to learn. Um, and I think that's what, what this show does give you. Um, and then of course you play Juan Peron. I do. And another interesting character. And, uh, you know, you think about it. A world leader who did again not too much, but they they knew how to turn on the glamour factor. Absolutely. It's, and if you look at the current times, Trump. It's like modern day politics. Yeah, it's it, populist it, culture. <clears throat> but it's Trump. It's 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 Trump and Melania in some respect. Sounds some a little bit more like the Kardashians to me. Like, <laughs> everyone loves them, but you don't know why. Well, <laughs> do you know what I loved about the production? And I'd, I've seen it four times. I saw it once in London and twice in South Africa. And this, and this, and I saw this production with you guys. Is that I loved the fact that you had the historic reference of the screen behind you. Yes, it's, yeah. it's really brilliant. And it made a very, it is very impactful because it, it gave you reference to that this is actually what happened. And mm-hmm. this, and you see, I, I loved it. 
Someone commented and said there was no need for that. I, think, I thought to myself, you don't know what you're talking about because that is what makes someone that knows nothing about Argentinian history exactly. or nothing about Evita because it's a, how old is the production? The production is 40, 40 years, years old. old. Yeah. Okay, so 40 years old. I mean, who, who now can identify and go, wow, you know, it's like looking back at Jackie uh, Anassis and you can, you, you can look back and then go, sure, I, didn't, I can't believe the impact that that was And created. it's recent enough history, I think. You know, it's my grandparents' mm. era. Um, so it's not too far away from now. I love it. So you're Jewish. Yes. <laughs> Argentinian grandfather and a British grandmother and aha. There you go. Oi. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, love yeah. it. Love it. <laughs> it's really, really cool. Are you enjoying South Africa? It's your first time here. I am loving South Africa. It's so beautiful. You haven't hit Cape Town yet. Well, we rehearsed in Cape Town, so I had a little peek of Cape Town. Okay. But we're going back in a couple Three of weeks. weeks yeah. yeah. And yeah, I can't wait to get back. Your first production, Robert. Tell mm. us about about hitting the stage. What what was it? But well, my very first production, um, oh, it was a it was a compilation sort of jukebox musical in the small theatre at what was then KPAP, so Artscape today. Mm. Um, and I remember I was David Dennis was in it with me, and uh, uh, Vicky Borkham and. Uh, I have a sneaking suspicion that Nathaniel might have been involved in the music really? at some point. Yeah, I just think he was. I think he was in the band before. Just before he sure. led the band what and then became sing? famous. Um, I do not remember. Conveniently, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get you in a moment. Okay, we're going to get you. It was. It was sort of you know hits hits through the ages, and it was sort of sixties. So, what's your favorite hit through the ages? I, I just. Don't Do any I am so I'm gonna, I said it up, you see, I'm saying, prepare, prepare. <laughs> I am, if John Legend, I am, sing. well, John, on the telephone, I can sing. Come on. I barely remember the lyrics for the show I'm doing, let alone <laughs> anything else. I'm really awful that, in that regard. Well, so it, I, I don't actually remember, um, I don't remember what we're saying. It was a very, very long time ago. I'm quite old now. No. Oh, yeah. We're going to get yeah. him. And of course, uh, I want to dance with someone who get you to sing. Oh, okay. In the studio, our very special guests, Emma Kingston and Robert Finlayson. The show is called Evita Tapping at Monte Casino. And it, uh, it is, it is brilliant. I must tell you, it is great. It's going off to Cape Town. Um, on the line, though, uh, another show that's happening at uh, Monte Casino is Laughter Matters. Alan Committee, you had us in hysterics. Welcome to the show. You were a lovely crowd. I think you were the lovely crowd we had last time. I've rated you. Uh, like an Uber crowd, and I gave you 4.79 stars. 4.79 stars. Okay, well, that's stars, excellent. Yeah. It was out of 100, so it wasn't that good, <laughs> but it's quite <laughs> <laughs> Alan, I, you had us in hysterics, and I, and I and I want to just tell you what I loved about it was you held that audience, you had us captivated, you had Casper de Fries with us in, in in the row on a Wednesday night, and who could forget about Greg from the Mega Mind cartoon <laughs> school? Yeah. Of, yeah. Please, wasn't he fantastic? Please describe Amazing. Greg to me. This is old. This is where that character came from. Out of so, there's an audience member that he plays plays with Alan, and it's firstly. From the way I was sitting, it looked like a girl. But I got a, like, it wasn't, obviously. It's because he didn't have his man bun up. And <laughs> <he's down. laughs> Alan, what a character. I love that you found that guy in the audience. Set it up, Nathan. Tell us what happened. No, well, I'm me. Tell, ask Alan to set it up. He set it up. Alan, how did you find him? No, no, I don't set up any of the stuff. The point about the show is that, I, and I really do believe this, if you talk to anyone, at some point you're going to find something interesting and uh, fantastic to use or to talk about and explore with them. So, so 
So, you, you know, obviously there's some set, set questions that I have. In this case, I'm asking young people what school they go to or where they study. But invariably, if that's not interesting or funny, if you dig a little deeper and you find out what they like, if you don't find something there, you'll find out what their hobbies are. And at some point, something will come out and then explore all the comedy gold that's there. Have you ever had someone that you just keep asking questions and they give you the dullest answers until... Yes, but then that in itself is funny. Yes, I suppose, then you yeah. Can talk about that as well. <laughs> I so, loved it. I loved Johan van der Walt. I thought the show was really brilliant. I want to tell people the reason I'm punting this because I really want people to see it. Yeah, it, if you're having a bad day, go and see comedy because it really is worth it. I love the fact that people came to the wrong show. <laughs> Actually, Alan, you, you, Alan told a very interesting story about a, a person that saw three shows in one night. Alan, tell us that story because we've got the guys from Evita here. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, we had um, a guy who ends up at one of the Saturday shows, the Saturday night shows, so had a little bit of drinking. Uh, in the day, and I think he had another cup of uh, glasses of loveliness before he arrived in my theatre show. He sat towards the back with his father and brother, uh, you know, in his late 20s and 30s, and about 20 minutes into the show, he started heckling me. He had had enough. He wasn't interested, but he told his family by all accounts that he had enough, and he got up and kind of fell over the chairs and then out into, into the foyer, then started arguing with the front of house manager. He said that maybe we should go and get some seats. He said, no, no, he's going upstairs to watch John Blissmas. So he went upstairs to John Blissmas, where he then started heckling John Blissmas' show. Uh, John also put him down, but then he left that show as well. And then, by all accounts, he went to go and watch Evita. And um, <laughs> in my mind, it would be funny if he heckled the Evita cast as well. So he shouldn't be crying for Argentina. So just in case and, something um, did happen, uh, Alan, I, I don't mean to, but if there was someone making noise a couple of Saturday nights ago, this is this was the man. We we had a, I was told it was a woman that that whistled constantly and whooped and shrieked, and then they asked <laughs> her to leave, and she got bolshy and. Oh, see, I love a rowdy audience. In in don't cry for me, Argentina. I mean, maybe not, maybe <laughs> I mean maybe not during my moment. <laughs> However, <laughs> um, no, you do want a, a reaction, don't you? Yeah, That's you do. Exactly. I like, and I also, I mean, last night Casper said to me after the show that there were moments where he felt like he wanted to talk to me from this, and I think that the idea that if you can like, create a scenario where it feels like you're in a conversation, uh, then you've kind of done your job. Alan, the show is great. Laughter Matters happens at Monte Casino. Um, it's, uh, it runs for a while. You're also then Cape Town in December. The play that goes wrong opened. You were there to, to direct it or to stage it. I know you've directed yes. it. Um, tell us about that. That opens in Cape Town this week. No, no it's opened already. In fact, it's going into its uh, last week and a half. Oh, uh, sorry. Very well. If you are listening to this and you happen to be in Cape Town, you've literally you've got a couple of days to get the last couple of tickets because next week is practically sold out now. Uh, and that looks like it might come back to Joburg next year, but that won't be announced for a while. But it is an exciting, it's just it's been brilliantly received. So I'm very proud of the cast and, and of the show. So see, watch the space for when it returns. See, Alan, I told you we can't do last week's show this week because things, <laughs> things move and shows run out. Eh? <laughs> Alan, commit you the one and only. Thank yeah, you, sir. I'm watching my show until next Sunday. It's brilliant. It really is. Have you seen it yet? I haven't. Well, well you're, you know, on, you're on at the same on time. At the same time, yeah. He's maybe, I'll, maybe I'll go and heckle on, yeah. on, on a Sunday Come night or something. I'm yeah. Welcome. I'm welcome. <laughs> Alan Kibitier at the Peter Turin Theatre well. at Monte Cassino. Thank you. I'll be good. Be good, my friend. We made him sing, If you be my bodyguard, I can be your long lost pal. And, yeah, you can call me Ian. He narrated it beautifully. He did. He did. Actually, that's one that goes into the highlights. On that note, though, um, 
One of your favorite karaoke songs is Whitney Houston. Oh, Emma. yes. Don't we rob the country? <laughs> and, and there's nothing better, 23 minutes past nine in the morning, than, of course, you know. singing something. Do you know the words? Do I know the words? Um, I think so. <laughs> okay. Ladies and gentlemen, from the stages of London oh, to oh. the stages in South Africa. I'm nervous now. Well, Singing may, may, Whitney Houston's I Want to Dance with Somebody. Nothing helps more than the 80s groove to get you in it. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, rock and roll, good morning. Oh. Yeah. Woo! This is hilarious. This is brilliant, actually. Listen, you're playing the wrong song because uh, that's the the, the 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 actual song, not the backtrack. And then uh, you knew, and uh, no words. Well done. Thank you. Is yeah. it your karaoke? Bob? That's my karaoke jam. It's really good. Eh? I mean, it's very rare that I do karaoke. <laughs> really? <laughs> Don't you ever do it just to mess with? Because you know, at karaoke bars, there's always the person doing karaoke. They're they're organising it, and they always want to. I think they're like singers that. You know, somehow didn't make it, and then they want to. They just want to sing all the time, and every second song you have to listen to the the owner of the machine <laughs> sing. No, sometimes when when I was UK touring, you'd occasionally go into some of the karaoke bars, and like as a company, <laughs> you'd be like, okay, how many of us are going to get up and do something? <laughs> <laughs> which is really great because you get someone that's really a dad, and then all of a sudden this voice that comes out, people go crazy. Yeah, which is which is which is some, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, most of the time it's just hours of listening to people singing out of tune, which is we had Christina Bianco. Oh yeah, um, on the show she's recently. She's fabulous. She is absolutely fabulous. Yeah. And, oh, we had her singing by the way on the telephone. Oh, so amazing! Just, everyone does something. Get ready, Robert. Um, but here's here's the thing: is that uh, if you don't have people are found at open mics and karaoke's. It's quite weird because you don't know who's in the audience. Oh yeah, for sure. So I often tell people that if you you know, get into community theatre, get into children's theatre if your kids sing, can mm. sing, get into, to, um, into open mics if you can. Because you never know who's sitting there. Yeah, if it, I mean, if it's something you want to do and if it's a passion of yours, like, 
I I pretty much breathe and sing and I feel like my life is underscored. Like music, music's such a part of my life that I was always going to do something like this. And I think if you have a passion for it, then absolutely. Even if it's just a passion to keep as your hobby, like get out there and be creative. Like do what makes you happy kind of thing. Now, do you know everyone has their song? With the, they walk to every single day song. They, yeah. they don't see. What is yours? Oh. Don't worry, he's not going to make you sing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. What a question. I suppose it depends on your mood, hey, and how yeah. you're walking, where you're walking to. I listen to so many show tunes. Or Oh, I know. Recently, it's not a show tune, actually. Little Mix. Yeah. Little Mix are the one. <laughs> who is Little Mix? It sounds like a They're cotton. an English girl group. They're like who, the new Spice Girls. Sorry, guys. Yeah, they came, they came out of the X Factor. That's right. Yeah. And mm. I went to their concert last year with my friend and we were surrounded by like mums with their kids and me and my friend Laura like absolutely jamming it up to Little Mix, you know, mid-twenties going like, woo! <laughs> They're fantastic. I love that. Who inspires you? And but, who has inspired oh. your whole life? Who's your, who's the, the, the singer that, and I'm going to ask you both the question, who, who's inspired you? I mean, when you, when you want to emulate someone or, obviously you own a character, you own human. Yeah. But, but who inspires you? Um, I think as a kid, I listened to so many things that my dad would have in the car and Barbara Streisand being a huge person I listened to. And Jewish. And uh-huh. Jewish, you know. Um, but yeah, she, I, I think the woman can do no wrong. She is the greatest voice ever on the planet. Um, and the way that she interprets music is like no other artist. Um, I love old school and I love the MGM era and Judy Garland for me. I just, I have posters of Judy Garland all over my house in London. Really? I absolutely adore her and think what she did was mind blowing. And then in terms of, I guess, modern day, I am obsessed with Lea Salonga. Um, she, for me, the original Kim, and she's the voice of Princess Jasmine, and she was eponine on the Lamer's 10th anniversary concert at mm. the Royal Albert Hall, oh. which I... Which you... You had me at Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Disney He's fan. a Disney freak. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, get the ukulele. Uh, well, yeah, I was just, I was just wanted to comment and be like, I think Bill Harrop stole it. Oh, no, there it is behind okay. me. Um, I want you to do something from Aladdin. Come yeah, play yeah, something. well, uh, I just wanted to say, like, listening to her influences, I mean, you hear all those huge names, Judy Garland, and now you ended up with... Yeah. Little Mix. Yes. Just to educate Alan on, on who Little Mix is. Robert Reilly. I've mean, not heard the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I actually haven't. But I'm sure I have. I'm sure it's at some weird club. Oh, they're so thing, fierce. Uh, but they, they're hot. They're yeah, fabulous. They are really pretty. Have you ever seen, have you ever seen a thing on the internet called, um, music, uh, music without music? No. You've seen that? It's really funny. Little mix. They do music videos, but they take the music out and they just do the sound effects of the people walking. Oh, hilarious. Things like that. So little mix has their, their bum slapping against the floor and stuff. It's very funny. Well, I'm sure they'll be at you soon. We should try, let's try and get an interview with the little mixers. Yeah, they're fab. <laughs> Sometimes my little mixes of soda water or a tonic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so bad, eh? Dadish. Um, talking about that 10th anniversary, Lemmers. Yes. You were involved. No, not in the 10th anniversary. That was in 1995. Oh, sorry, not the 10th. Um, <laughs> she was a <laughs> Sorry. But you were involved when in, in. I did Lemmers for two years in London. He- I did it from 2014 to 2016. Did you love it? I, I just, yeah. I adore it. The first show that I did, um, and the first time you hear that music start, even just, I remember in the first week of rehearsals, 
um, on the first Friday of the week, we all sat together and we sung through the whole show in a studio, just with a piano and all of our voices. And um, it's like nothing I've ever experienced before. It was really my dream show growing up. Um, and to be a part of it for two years was pretty exceptional. On, on the West End. Yeah. South African audiences and, and, and they say they're not British audiences, international audiences, different? Um, different, but brilliant in equal measure. I think when you are a part of Les Mis, and I did it in its 30th year as well. Mm. So it's become such an institution in London that it's a very different show to be a part of than maybe the rest of things. Robert, you probably feel the same having done Phantom. Mm. Um, that, Brits especially are very proud of those two shows. Mm. And I think that, you know, the heaps of tourists that flock to London come and see those shows because they think, oh, what am I guaranteed to absolutely love? And I think... And they're on the... Yeah. They're, it's Lamers and it's Phantom. Those yeah. are the two shows. Yeah. Phantom over playing Phantom. In, incredible. Yeah, it was, I was Raoul in Phantom. I yeah. I mean, that's, again, what an interesting role. Was it difficult... To, Leaving South Africa to go and do to go and play the the, the to play theatre in London. Well, initially, no. I was really lucky. Um, I, I when I went over, I think I did my first audition about three weeks after I and arrived. And what did you audition to? I auditioned for Fame, the musical. Okay, this fun fame. <laughs> what did you sing? <laughs> I, Are you getting ready for this one? <laughs> I sang a song called "I Was the the Actor Nick," and I sang a call, sang a song called "I Want to Make Magic," which is. With okay. all due respect, a pretty rubbish song. Okay, let's hear a little bit of it. Um, we the internet is down. I wanna make magic. magic. I wanna be bigger than I am. I wanna make people really. It was very high. <laughs> really care. Really give a damn. Yeah. Something like that. Wow. I got go. him to do it. Yay! <laughs> magic. And again, what a phenomenal career. You've been in the business now for three years. Uh, yeah. Just about, yeah. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, yes. Give or take. I mean, yeah. But I mean, it's good. You've seen it grow and change, because you were here very much in the transition in South Africa. If you think about it, I was sort of yeah. It was the beginning of of the big musicals in South Africa, mm-hmm. um, and they they started down in mainly I think down in in Natal with um, a man called Jeffrey Sutherland, mm-hmm. and he did he did a big trilogy of um, of musicals, and then and then obviously. Um, uh, Peter Durin started putting on some some big shows, um, and that was just about the time that I that I went overseas. So you've, as I said, the two of you've performed a number of roles all around the world, which is brilliant, and it's great to see you on South African stages doing Evita. I, I don't know if the if the company's going to tour. Um, yes, yes, we are doing a world tour following Cape Town. So after Monte Cassino, where we're at now. Yeah. We're going to Cape Town for December through to the beginning of January. And then we have a little break. And then we are doing an Asian leg of the tour. So we're doing Singapore, Hong Kong, Taipei, Tokyo. Um, yeah, it's very exciting. Which is, which is magic. So you've done all this. Here's the question. If you could play any role on any stage in terms of a musical. Ooh. Sounds like who, they've done okay, it already. <laughs> okay, uh, who would it be now? Hold on, Emma. Can I just tell you? I've got a vibe here. Yeah. Elsabi, I could, I, I just, I'm feeling the Elsabi vibe. Like, am, am I wrong? Alphabet. Alphabet. Sorry, not Elsabi. <laughs> I was also like, what's an Elsabi? Alphabet from Wicked. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd love to get my hands on that one day. But, who, but who would you? Who's the number one? What, what role would you want? If any. What role would I want? I have. Oh, I have a view. Tell us. Um, roles already in existence. Uh, Fanny Bryce and Funny Girl. Oh, it's got to be. Um, and I think the next one on my list that I have to do. 
is Julie Jordan and Carousel. Okay. Carousel is for me one of the greatest musicals and of all time. Picked very, very dated uh, musicals when I say that, but oh. brilliant because they can come back. I mean, that's what you want. You want Carousel's Oklahoma. Carousel's just so brilliant. Mm. Carousel's being revived on Broadway this year. Actually. Oh, is it? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's so. Oh, I could, I could talk to you for hours about Carousel. Okay. Um, it's it's wonderful, and I think the stories are as relevant today as they always have been. And I, the music you cannot fault. It's one of the greatest of all time, in my humble opinion. Can't you get your friend Andrew Lloyd Webber to uh, put you forward? Put, I'm sure he's got some clout in Broadway. In. <laughs> no, that's already been cast. And the fabulous Jesse Mueller is playing oh, wow. um, Julie Jordan. Um, but I'd love to give it a go if they ever revive it again, either in London or wherever. So yeah. Well, That'd be you, for me. You, you've got years on your side. So if, yeah. If, if this is what you've done now, and how old do you know? Oh, twenty something. I'm twenty six. Yeah, but I mean twenty six. So years, years. Robert, on that note, who would you like to play? <laughs> well, not having years ahead of me, and, and being, being of an age, being of an age where where you start sort of looking at you know, um, what do you call them? Um, what are the what are the little roles of? Uh, Sort of small supporting. supporting roles, you know. Um, I, I, I would quite like to play the captain in in Sound of Music. Um, that's ah, still, that would that's be great. Ah, I just love the show. And They're auditioning uh, Anton and Dwayne audition uh, auditioning all the kids in the next couple of weeks. By the way, oh well, so you uh, may have missed that one. So I've probably I've probably missed that one. <laughs> you would be. He's sw- a bit busy doing yeah, a feature at the moment. You know. Come on, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I mean genuinely, it, I think you know musical theatre is a. G- well, with some exceptions, is a younger person's industry. So when you get a little older, then it does start limiting the roles that you could play. And there's Fiddler on the Roof and there's plenty of magical stuff. You also were in Fiddler, weren't you? Yes, I did Fiddler earlier this year. We did a wonderful production in Chichester Festival Theatre. Yeah, I saw that. that and was, Robert uh, came was to see us. Brilliant. A beautiful production. Thank you. Your rapport on stage is superb. I think you guys are brilliant. Thank um, you. I can't wait to... To chat to you more um, going forward, Let, we'll, we'll connect. We'll make you sing in, in, in <laughs> Cape or in Asia. We do we do crazy things. We'll okay, buy a Skype. We'll make you do sure. Um, I think the show is brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. Please, would everyone go and see Vita? And and most importantly, and I, and I want to just reiterate this is because in London the ticket costs 180 pounds, or maybe between 80 and 200 quid, uh, and in South Africa for 500 rand, which is you, you don't have to go to London to see great shows. That's but that. I absolutely agree. I think I want to say that. Yeah, what we're bringing here and what we have here we have the original production you know the american team came over we had original choreographer larry fuller here with our south african company taking us through step by step and it's been an exceptional process and the show that we have here is you know no expense spared it's Mm, the most wonderful huge brilliant production and yeah you you don't have to go to london or america to see great shows Jonathan Rocksmith, Anton Lating, you've got uh, Isabella Jane. Yeah. Of course, the two of you, Emma Kingston, Robert Finlayson, magic stuff, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Don't cry for me, Argentina is exceptional and brilliant. Thank you very much. And, I'm, and I must tell you, it's great to see um, international talent on South African shores. Thank you I very agree. much. It's always good I to agree. see South African talent on international shores. Absolutely. So I love that, and I love that we can do that. Yeah. And, and tell me, Andrew Lloyd Webber, what is he like? Well, for this process, actually, I haven't had a chance to fully speak to him about this process, but um, I met him a few years ago. He came to see a show I was in called In the Heights. Um, so he came to see the show, and he was very, very, very lovely. 
I think you guys are brilliant. Um, our next guest coming up in the studio is Bill Harrop. Um, have you been on, have you been ballooning before? I'd love to, but no, I've never. Have you been no, ballooning before? I don't know. Now, hold us it. Bill, come to the microphone. Okay. Hello. Hi. So, you, uh, in, firstly, an incredible experience, by the way. So, I, I'm thinking, because okay, Mark Sage can make a plan, is that perhaps what should happen is that we should get a couple of tickets and then you guys go, like, ballooning and you guys can, like, have a vibe and sing up in the air. <laughs> I'm all for a tradex. I thought the altitude was high enough here in Joburg. You're gonna love it. So what, should, what do you think? I, I will. Even I will sing on air if what? if I get a ticket to go ballooning. What? Wow. Am I, am I right? Have, or I, wrong? Just, wow. have I just Thank been you. given a ticket? No, just my card. Oh, just a card, right? <laughs> but we'll, we'll sort something out. You so you pulled this one on me just like a surprise, but you know the kind of person that I am. Well, firstly, Mr. Harrop, grab that ukulele and let's see what you can sing on it. Uh, <laughs> Now, just because yeah. I picked it up when I walked in, I haven't touched one of these. You started uh, for your, years. your your c- career as a. Oh, that was when I could sing as a musician. <laughs> uh, yes, and yes. now you, Mr. Fogg. I did rock and roll, and I did skiffle and things like that. This is the most interesting, crazy character you've ever met. It's he okay. is the the world talks about you. But besides getting up into the into the into the to the sky, Mr. Harrop, I want you to play some great. <laughs> Great music. Isn't this fun? Hang on a minute. <laughs> Everybody play. Hang on. I haven't even cut my fingernails. Ain't she sweet? See you walking down the street. Now I ask you very confidentially, ain't she sweet? Do 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 do. Oh, that's enough. <laughs> No, it's not. (laughs) But thank you for being so kind. (laughs) What a magical life. I I can sing just as well as you can pilot a balloon, my dear. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I want to tell you something interesting. Because everybody said to me, this man, you must bring him into studio because he's a character who's who's taken thousands of people. Hundreds Hundreds of thousands of people up in the sky. Okay, up. Up and away. In my, yeah, please yeah. sing. <laughs> but, but, we, but we thought that Fly we would... me a balloon. <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. right. To be in the studio with so many, so much talent, <laughs> really. <laughs> but uh, but we, we, we have prepared something for football, have we not? Uh, have you? Uh, well, yeah, this, so, so, prepared so, is a loose term. Very loose. So we, we prepare things for people. But I've got to just say something that... Uh, that uh, t- last night and tonight in Johannesburg, we've got Cat Stevens, the legendary Cat Stevens, and he goes off and he plays Durban next week on the fifteenth. Um, and and so we just thought of something. So to please, uh, Nathan. Nathan's a great singer. He's a, yeah, I can see yeah. that. Yes, I come on this show though to so just to just to, <laughs> you know just 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 to, to be my, my my little clown. Here we go. Well, it's it's out of tune now. That's so all. Well, that's exciting. <laughs> and because Bill Harrop didn't cut his fingernails, so. Right, uh, how's it go again? I've been. Oh, yes, that's it. Come follow. I've been chased. Followed? Chased. I've been followed by balloon shadow. Balloon shadow, balloon shadow. I've been followed by balloon shadows. Balloon shadows, balloon shadows. Okay, Such preparation. Sounds like Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> this is just a nice way to say, please go and see Cat Stevens if you haven't. There are tickets on sale. Uh, it's happening at the Dome tonight. With his big hit, Balloon Shadow. <laughs> I, I love Cat Stevens. Yeah. I actually met him uh, a couple of times. Very interesting experience because he was he did he opened four double six six four um, with Madiba the original in Cape Town. Quite a long time, about fourteen years ago. So yeah, 
really so incredible. Was he going by Yusuf then? Yeah. Yusuf Islam. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And, and he's now Cat Stevens again. No, no, it's yeah. Yusuf Islam. Oh, okay. I just, okay. Uh, I was just, I was just thinking, Sally, whether it's heard Emma doing her karaoke bit. Oh, and in the olden days, when I actually could sing, it is really funny when you go into a bar and all of a sudden you sing and you take the place over and you think, my gosh you know it's it's absolutely funny isn't it it's very very funny yeah. and i remember one of the shows a live show where it it was a british song fest and they put the mic in front of me to sing a song and i sang it and people thought that i was part of the show <laughs> and wondering what the heck else i was going to do it's quite fun but it's it's funny isn't it people don't realize if you really can sing, not like I can now, but like you can. Oh, and you, thank you. Take you. It over. <laughs> Mr. Harrop, tell me something. How did you get into this, this art of ballooning? Um, my hobby in Bermuda was sailing. I sailed ever since I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I came to this country, I was as far away from the sea as Bermuda is from dry land. So I took up sailing in the sky instead. Really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's, and that's, and you've, you've seen... Incredible things up in the sky. Absolutely. Tell me some of the strangest things. First of all, you must have everybody getting proposing up there. Well, <laughs> sometimes when you're above the clouds, you almost feel like you're in heaven. And I still remember one little boy, he must have been six or seven years old, and we came above the clouds and he said, Are we going to see Jesus now? <laughs> so oh, sweet. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and there's, there's, you're up there and you can hear a dog barking down below the clouds. It's absolutely amazing feeling. And it is incredible because you, you literally, you go with the wind. Exactly. I mean, that's the way it goes. You, and you don't know where you're going to land. So when we, we took off from Halisburg, we weren't sure. We, we, we landed in a game, in a game reserve. In Seguati. Seguati, yes. yeah. With, 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 um, giraffe and lions and tigers and bears. Oh my. But that, we almost yeah. ended up in a tomato field But that was a whole other But it was incredible that we went very low And we could actually see the horses And then to stop making the noise Because it, you don't want to disturb the horses That's right. yeah. And it, it's quite an experience Because it does feel as though And it, it's unlike I, I used to spend a lot of time in helicopters When I did traffic reports And uh, being in planes And, and few interesting things. This but was a really different A experience. helicopter, you can wiggle a stick and it goes where you wiggle a stick. Whereas in balloons, you have to just change height and know that there's a different wind at a different speed in a different direction. Right. So you just change the height very subtly and that's how you guide the balloon. But of oh. course, the wind doesn't always go in the direction that you yeah, want yeah. it to go in. So I, I always love, the, the thing that I love about the shows is we, we present food to people, we present musicals to people, we present International acts and local acts and pop concerts and and uh, new CDs, but this is a great form of entertainment, sure um, is. and a very special because it's one, it's a bucket list thing. You know, it's like mm. people do the bungee mm. and you know this is yeah. So this yeah, is a bucket it, list. It's a sophisticated way of enjoying yourself. And over the, over one hundred and twenty thousand people that we've flown, I can say we've created one hundred and twenty thousand amazing memories that people right. never forget. It's an iconic experience. So I want to tell you a little story. So no crying. No, okay. I'm not going to cry, but, but it's a great story. Um, when I was on 702 with Gareth many, many years ago, um, a lady called in and she was very, very ill. And um, so we said, what would you love to do? And she said, you know, <clears throat> she would love to go up in a balloon. So I picked up the phone and uh, it, was, it was, I think her wife was running the marketing at the time because your daughter wasn't. But, and yes, probably and I said, would you do this for us? You didn't want anything publicity or anything and you took her and she died a week later but you took her on on one of her dreams to go up 
in this car. And, and, you know, maybe she, she did touch Jesus. Mm. <laughs> you, never you know what I mean? You know, so that, which is beautiful. Um, cause that's what those experiences are like. Yeah. What are the, have you crash landed? <laughs> and where have you uh, crash landed? Was, Yes. <laughs> Tell us. Uh, this is a very it safe was, thing. But in no, the no, early it was days. one of the most enjoyable landings I ever had. <laughs> it was in the olden days. Pan American. Do you remember Pan American Airways? Pan Am. Well, yes. Well, I, they were at the time making a negative profit. And I had, no, I flew six of their most beautiful flight attendants in an old fashioned basket that didn't have any divisions. Mm-hmm. And the wind got up, and we landed in a very long field, a long cornfield, and dragged about 300 meters, me in the middle of these most beautiful ladies. I mean, what can you say? That, I was younger then as well and more dangerous. And they were all on top of you. Abs- oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear, yes. But we've, we've, had, other, we've other, had other rather more… Um, it's what you call a deliberate crash landing. <laughs> Lions and tigers and bears, oh my. But, but here's what's, what's incredible is that, that I spoke to the pilot and… Uh, uh, your pilot just did the the one of the Guinness World Book of Records across the English Channel. That's right. With yes. the eight uh, eighty something balloons. That's correct. Yes. That was done a couple of months ago. That would be Gary. Yes. Mm, yes. Yeah, brilliant stuff. And then he's doing the Alps, and so it's lovely because you you get to experience different things. Uh, landing in, as I said, a game farm. Um, zebras all around you. It's, yeah. You, you guys are gonna well, listen. You don't know where you're gonna end up. You might end up in the heart of baseball. You're gonna end up somewhere. <laughs> but but the deal is that we're gonna do this, and and you're gonna have some fun. Yep. Sounds sounds Would fantastic. You up, up, I can't can't guarantee that we'll you're going see. to see animals, but we'll be flying over the northern sector of the cradle of humankind, where our ancestors first roamed the earth, and it's quite fascinating to see the the landscape where they roamed and wow. a little bit about them too. Have you ever gone around the world? And how many days did it take? Not in a balloon. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'd like to. I'd like to sail around the world, fly around the world. Yeah, I do a lot of traveling. So, you, so you're not a flat earther, then? Huh? Absolutely you, not. You no. use the word around. So that's around how I knew. the world. Yeah. Yes, yes. Coming back to how is how did you begin this thing? How did it start? Well, I mean, where did you? How did you get? I was looking for something to do. How, how do you find these things? I mean, where do you my, my my hobby was ocean sailing when I was in as you said, and yeah. I sold sold the yacht before we came here, and I'm looking for something to do. And I tried flying fixed wing aircraft, and I found it. It's a bit like driving around the block in a beat-up old Volkswagen with somebody shouting at you and telling you to keep the nose up when you were trying to put the nose down to see where the runway was. And that was rather worrying. And I tried gliding. That was just going round and round in circles, and I kept getting lost. This is before GPS, of course. And then a fella flew over my house in a hot air balloon in 1976, I think it was. I thought, that's it. And I ran out, and I said, this is amazing. Where do I learn to do this? And he said, well, I can teach you. And he was number five in the world at the time, Terry wow. Adams. And he taught me to fly. And after 20 hours of flying, I was an instructor because there was nobody else to instruct people <laughs> how to fly. And gradually, <laughs> like a yacht, when you're tied up alongside, people come up. You say, hi, Bill. How you doing? Yeah, we, oh, we'd love to come for a sail. Yeah, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll bring the beer. <laughs> Forget the beer in a bit. And, th- and then... When the boat goes on the slipway twice a year, mm-hmm. they disappear faster than a bad smell in a Force 10 gale. And then once the boat's back in the water, hi, Bill, how you doing? And the same was happening with ballooning. I thought maybe this time, because I wasn't earning as much money when I was in South Africa, I'll, ha- I'll charge people. So I started to charge people a fare. And then on April the 1st, luckily it was after 12 o'clock, I got a call. 
Arthur Thomas here, Department of Civil Aviation. I see you're running an airline. I said, no, I'm not running an airline. You're charging for hire and reward of an aircraft. And I said, oh, good golly. And I had to go and fill out these forms in like 15 triple and have a hearing where everybody bowed and walked in and out backwards. It was, you know, they make grown men cry, those guys did. And eventually I got the first full airline license for a hot air balloon. So, Emma, ah. I'm an airline owner. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but will Emma be there when the balloon's packed away? That's what you Oh, uh, no. <laughs> when were, you see, we do it in style. We, we're not, you know, we have a beautiful clubhouse, a beautiful pavilion. You're not standing in long wet grass with a toilet behind the bush and a coffee pot running out of shush. <laughs> We've got this lovely clubhouse as, and we have well-trained crew. So when we mm. land the balloon, we start flattening the champagne to celebrate our safe return to Earth while the crew pack up the balloon. And the trick is just when it's all in the bag, you say, oh, my gosh, I was just coming over to help you. And, and it's all in the bag. And then we go back to the base to have a real slap-up breakfast. And that's a tradition that's 300 years old. It, I believe so, yes. Because the story goes something like, and I, I looked it up, by the way, there is some oh, truth good. to some of it, is that um, first it's the form, first balloon is the first form of aviation. Yep. Wow. And the balloon... It was in France. That's right. And they, because they didn't want to put humans in case you died, so they put a chicken, a goat, and a sheep in a basket, and they sent it, and it landed on a man's farm, a Frenchman who was praying, um, had, had bad drought, and it landed there, and he thought it came from God, and he opened, he had a coupe de champagne, so that's it, so ah, that, yeah, so it's, that is the way it's done, huh? yeah. okay. Yeah. Oh, and we 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 serve champagne with a small C. Because if, you know, particularly if we have French people on board, we never call it champagne then, we just call it white sparkling wine. <laughs> Method Cup Classique, I think they call it. Yes, yes. The brilliant Bill Harrop's in studio, the original balloon safari. We've got Emma Kingston and Robert Finlinson from Evita on the line, uh, opening, uh, to this coming Sunday, the one and only Pinocchio South Africa, uh, Janice Honeyman, producer, Mrs. Producer, welcome to the show. Mm, nope. Janice, you there? Janice? Have we got Janice on? Okay, let's just... Okay, let's yeah. get the team in here to get Janice on. Is Janice there? Nope. Okay. We're going to... We're going to get... Okay, we're going to check this out in a second. Anyway, um, so yeah, Pinocchio's coming. Do you, have you been in a panto? Because the no, UK's got lots of pantos. The haven't? UK does. Um, no, I have always been working on other things. Well, magic. Janice, are you there? Janice Honeyman. Janice. Okay, let's start right, getting on the line again. Okay, we're going to try to get it back on the line. In a second, uh, Janice Honeyman, who's the producer of Pinocchio, which opens on Sunday. Um, coming back to, to you, Bill, uh, again, celebrities you've taken up? Crazy people, fun things? Many celebrities, but we try to actually keep it um, under wraps. But one of them, the most famous fellow that I really like, was Spike Milligan. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I, show. I said, yes, I said, we were making a movie. No, he was making a movie. I was just part of the props with a balloon. And I said, sir, may I remind you that anything you may be wearing could be taken down and used as evidence against me. And he said, hi, hi, hi. He said, I'm the comedian here. Get out. So I did. And he says, come back. Come back. <laughs> I told Great you guy. the guy's a character. <laughs> Janice Honeyman, are you on the line? Yes, I'm on the line. Oh, you know what? It's, uh, I know you're busy. 
But I'm happy we got you. Janice, you opened Pinocchio uh, this week at the Civic Theatre, the Joburg Theatre uh, in Johannesburg. The magic continues, does it not? I hope so. I hope audiences love it as much as they've loved all the other ones. Tell us about the cast and what makes this so special. Well, it's, it's a wonderful cast of, of, of young people. The ensemble is young and fresh. And then, of course, we've got people like Chimende, who is a you know, TV star, Andre Schwartz, who's a TV star, Kanye Nokwe is playing Pinocchio, and she's a real great new little talent. And then, of course, there's the much-loved Toby Cornier, who's playing Geppetto, who's the old father who carved the puppet Pinocchio. Janice, you love doing this year and year, and you make so many people happy. We have a deal, by the way. You know what the deal is? I know what it is. Shall I tell them? Yes, tell them. Yeah, you're going to play the dame any year now. Yeah, I'm going to put you in it. Hey, I'm going to do it. Yes, play the dame. The dame or the fairy? I've yeah, di- you'd be I'm fabulous. dying to do a bit of a fairy. You got to do Actually, it. Actually, the fairy. The fairy or the dame? Like, listen, she, either of them is fine. Right. Janice, you, oh, equally magic. I'm so fair. I want to fly in the audience. I want to do something crazy. I, I, I help you produce it. I get lots of sponsors. I'm brilliant, actually. <laughs> but uh, Mrs. Produce, again, a great show. And it's so happy. That, uh, you make people happy. What I love about the pantomime, and all pantomimes in general, but is that you can take your kids and adults can go and all ages and you can get different parts and you can laugh at certain things and you can love old music and new music. And, and I think you... You're a gem that can take it anywhere in the world. And that's what you... I mean, you sold out at half the time. But Well, that's very sweet of you to say it. But I must say, I do enjoy my job and I do love to make people happy. And I think Pantos do. They do just that. Janice, uh, some new music? Because I know that you like to, to go to, to, to popular culture in every year. What, what, what can we... What song have you picked? One or two songs that you've picked this year? Well, Swallow is one of them and uh, The Shape of You is another which the kids really seem to enjoy it. And um, we've got, we've got, I would say, this year as much for the young kids as we have for the adults. Um, it's, it's quite contemporary. It's quite on the spot at the moment. I think it's going to be great. And Pinocchio, what a great story. And uh, oh. the magic of uh, Tubi Quinea as, as Geppetto, it's going to be superb. I can just see Andre Swartz, who, uh, again, well-known for playing uh, in Phantom of the Phantom, Opera and yeah. playing Phantom. And, of course, yeah, this phenomenal he's... staff. I mean, cr- uh, cast across the board. Yeah. Janice, uh, it opens this coming week. Of course, schools need to get there kids, families, and it runs right through until end of December? I think the end of December is when it closes. We've already had one performance yesterday, and it was wonderful and wild. Um, and, and it opens officially to the press on Sunday afternoon. I'm not going to be able to be there, but I look forward. Look forward to coming oh, in and seeing you. But I'm going to be in a place called The Hell in the Swat Bear. Have you heard I of it? know The Hell. I'm going to The Hell. <laughs> I'm going to tell you all about The Hell. So- it's not so hellish. It's actually quite a nice place. I heard it's incredibly crazy. I'm going to be filming, but it, uh, but it takes yeah. you like four hours to get in there. It's, oh, it's, wow. it's, it's, yeah. it's only 37 yeah. kilometers. It takes you four hours to get down there. That's I thought it was instant to get into hell. <laughs> well, I, that, well, good <laughs> luck there. Hey? 
Janice Honeyman, thank you for joining us. Pinocchio opens at the Civic Theatre this week, and uh, and well done, well done. It's going to be brilliant. You 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 got the magic. What can I say? You make people happy. The happy oh, Janice thank Honeyman. You. Thank you. You're a honey. Be good. Thank you, Mrs. Producer Bye. Janice Honeyman on the line. Pinocchio hashtag Pinocchio. So at, uh, get your tickets. It's it's really going to be brilliant. Um, on that note, Bill Harris, Of course, people need to just go to your website balloon.co.za. Balloon.co.za And book and, and, and just yes, they can book online They can phone one of our reservation assistants They'll help them if there's any questions I've been trying to go since February But it was raining the whole of February Sorry <laughs> so about that <laughs> <laughs> It was a bad month just, just give us a call We'll set it up again Brilliant And thank you very much for joining us Thank and th- you And you're a character I want to squeeze you Because like, you're a <laughs> Not like that But I mean you know you can't yes, just, It's been great And then thank of course you. the cast of Vivita Guys Brilliant. Thank you very much for joining Thanks us. For Don't us. miss the show. Evita at the Teatro and Monte Cassino. It also opens at the Artscape in Cape Town uh, in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, yes. And because, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's magic. Thank you for joining us. Thank, Thank you. Very much. Emma Thank Kingston, you. Robert Finlinson, uh, Alan Committee. Don't miss his show. I love you. I've missed you. Thank you. I missed, you, I missed you last week. Yeah. I'm, I'm stressed out pushing buttons. We're going to end with this song. Eh? Well, are we. Yeah, let's. I think the show's over. You know how the jocks get when we go into their sport show. Uh, I completely understand. Yeah, yeah. One and only. Thank you very much, Nathan. And again, as I always say, you know what? Who is the thin, the rich, and the fabulous? That would be us. Correct. The unview, the thin, the rich, and the fabulous on cliffcentral.com. Cliffcentral.com.